Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. Each week, my guest and I share our vulnerable behind the scenes stories of giving ourselves permission to take off our masks, let go of expectations and embrace our own path of freedom and authentic connection. I'm your host, Bianca Hughes, a lover of authenticity and a licensed professional counsellor in Georgia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Authentic Wednesday podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. And if you are coming back, welcome back. I always want to say thank you. Thank you so much for your support and listening and sharing the podcast. It is always appreciated. Thank you so much. One of the things I love about this podcast is I, I feel like I can share things that have happened to me and kind of share how I process things, how I work through things and just kind of make sense of them in different ways. And then especially as I work a lot with perfectionism in my practice and deal with my own perfectionism, I always like to share with other people things that have helped me along the way. So today we are talking about expectations. One of the reasons I want to talk about expectations is I find unrealistic expectations happen a lot with perfectionism. Often they are unrealistic expectations of the world, unrealistic expectations of ourselves and unrealistic expectations of other people. And so sometimes this can show up in a big way and sometimes it can show up in a small way. But it can be really devastating when our expectations are not met that we have and sometimes we haven't communicated or are unrealistic. And so I want to share with you something that happened to me just a few days ago about my expectations and how I responded. So I just want to share with that you guys today and then just talk a bit more about dealing with expectations. So the other day I went to the doctor and I got a prescription and after I left the doctor I went to run a couple of errands, did a couple of things. So by the time I went to go pick up my prescription it was almost maybe about almost two hours after I had been to the doctor. So they had of course phoned it through they'd phoned it through to the pharmacy for me to pick up and when I got there it wasn't ready. And so I said to her, well, you know, it was rang through almost two hours ago. And she's like, no, you have to wait another 30 minutes. Now, I went to actually a store to pick it up. So a grocery store to pick it up. So I didn't have anything to buy in the grocery store. I just went to get pick up the prescription. I was irritated. I was mad, annoyed, frustrated. And I just walked off. I said, no, don't worry about it. I'll just come pick it up tomorrow. I didn't have 30 minutes in my mind. My expectation was I've given you guys a few hours to kind of get it together. (laughs) I've given you a few hours to work on this. Why is it not ready? And now you want me to wait another 30 minutes. I don't have 30 minutes to wait. Or shall I say, I just don't want to wait 30 minutes. And of course, it wasn't urgent. But I walked off feeling irritated, feeling annoyed, feeling frustrated because my expectation was not met. And I was like, you know, Bianca, why are you so irritated? Why are you so annoyed? You know, it's a prescription. What is going on? And like I said, first of all, my expectation wasn't met. I, I 
had an idea of how it should all work out. And it should all work out this way. There is no other way for it. In that moment, that was my mindset and that was my focus. It was very black and white. There was also the aspect of me being self-centered. There was me not considering. And also, I had no control. I had no control of my expectation being met. I had no idea when it would be met. Even if she said 30 minutes, I still didn't trust her. I still didn't believe. And I know one of the reasons I didn't want to stay is I didn't want to wait 30 minutes and it still wasn't ready. My thinking was very black and white. It has to either be this way or that way. So I walked out, like I said, and I really thought about how I acted and behaved. But more importantly, about how I responded. Was that really necessary? Also, what was really going on? As I began to peel back the layers, I realized what was really going on. We have these things called core beliefs. And often in different situations, they may trigger a core belief. One of the core beliefs that I've personally struggled with is not being seen and not being understood. In that moment, for me, what that was triggering is you are not seeing me. You have not seen that I have given you some time. It sounds really selfish when I'm saying this. You have not seen that I have given you some time. I kind of adjusted my expectation. You have not seen that. You have not seen that I don't have 30 minutes right now and I have given you and I really, I really need you to help me right now because I don't want to feel this frustration and anger. Really? So, so, sounds so self-centered. But it's the truth, right? Because that's what happens sometimes in these moments. Like we just start thinking about ourselves. That is human nature. They wasn't understanding me in any way that I'd given you two hours and it's still not ready. Like it should be my expectation. Well, just hurry up and do it. That was really my expectation. So so that I would feel okay. That I would feel like someone saw me and saw my need. And that is what it triggered. So what do we do? in those situations how do we how do we deal with this or how do I deal with this I have to first you know be aware that what's going on and kind of put things into perspective one of the things I'm doing lately is just stepping back and looking at the big picture I don't ever say to myself well you shouldn't feel this way or your feelings are not okay my feelings are always valid but you know, I do have to look at how I respond. I have to take some form of responsibility in this too. I can't be pointing fingers. So one of the things is stepping back to look at the big picture. What they were doing had nothing to do with me. It wasn't personal and I was personalizing it. It was not personal. They were busy. You know, it was in the afternoon, late afternoon. I'm sure everyone was coming to pick up the prescriptions. It's now moving into a colder season. People are going to the doctors more. They're super busy. I'm sure they're trying to do everything that they were trying to do. And I could have breathed. I could have chosen to wait. I could have chosen to be a bit more understanding or just said thank you and left. Of course, I didn't hold on to it, but I did recognize what was going on and had to put things into perspective and realize, you know, it's not all about me. There's more than one person involved in this situation And in the grand scheme of things, 
it was not a big deal. I could have waited. It was an emergency. But for me, I just wanted things done a certain way. And if you understand and see that, it makes me feel seen. I have to see me. I can't put that on to another stranger's responsibility to see me and cater to my need. Another thing to think about, well, what does this have to do with perfectionism? A lot. Because with perfectionism, it's about things being a certain way so that people see that we have it all together, that we're perfect, that I'm enough. It was a moment of rejection. Like, you're not seeing my need. You're not catering to my need. And that is, you know, rejection is a root of perfectionism. And so that was what was really going on in that time. So here's a couple of things I really want you guys to think about. Expectations. I always say it's, it's okay to have standards. It's okay to have values. But we can't really expect everybody to meet them. And we definitely can't expect everyone to meet all of our standards and our expectations and our values, right? So we have to be like, how realistic is this? Expectations have to be communicated. And when I'm referring to expectations being communicated, I'm talking especially in relationships, any form of relationship. If you think about your work relationship, when you get a job, you have your job description. Those are the expectations, right? And then the company also shares, you know, how they offer their values and what they offer. And you would expect them to meet their expectations, right? Those expectations too. And if they're not met from your side, you know, you get a warning and you may lose your job and vice versa. If the job is not meeting your expectations, you will look for another job, but they are communicated. But often what we do in relationships, like personal, whether they're friendships, family relationships, romantic relationships is we don't always communicate our expectations and we get mad when they're not met and sometimes we do communicate our expectations sometimes those expectations though are unrealistic and then sometimes they are very realistic but people don't always meet them and that's frustrating so then you decide just like you decide with a job if someone is not meeting your expectations that you have communicated. And I don't mean all of your expectations. We have to give people a break because no one's perfect. So maybe 70 to 80, some people may be satisfied with 60%. Whatever percentage you are satisfied with, you communicate that. Whatever percentage you are satisfied with, that will help you to know, hey, is this a relationship I want to continue? Because they're not meeting my expectation. And I'm talking expectations such as in, they're not respectful. That's an expectation. If someone's not respectful and they're not meeting that, it's still an expectation. I'm not talking about grandiose. I expect you to call me at this time every day, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about those values and those standards and meeting those. But we give people wiggle room because we're not perfect and we're not always going to meet someone else's expectation. And so when you think about a job, going back to a job, if someone doesn't always meet an expectation, they don't get rid of the person straight away. They give them opportunities to grow and develop. And likewise in relationships. But when they're not met, your expectation is not met, you have to communicate that. That is important. In my instance, at the pharmacy, I can always go back and share my experience And also find out, well, you know, when someone phones in, how long does it take for the order to be filled, the prescription to be filled? I can do my part, right? And share that with them if I've if I've done that and just just give them an update. Give people opportunities. But once again, that's down to my communicating 
and my sharing. And then you decide what you should, what to do. I, it's not an easy decision, especially when it comes to personal relationships. If they're not meeting your expectations, you weigh that up. You make the decision because you know you better than anyone else. But you also have a role to communicate those expectations. And when they're not met, also communicate and see how things change and what's going to happen if not. And also be responsible and know when you're not meeting someone else's expectations. And lastly, are your expectations realistic? And also, and like I mentioned, when my expectation wasn't met, it hit that core of not being seen, not being understood. And so when your expectation is not met, I want you to think about that. What What is it triggering? What's that core belief? Is it I'm unlovable, I'm not being seen, I'm not being known, no one listens to me, nobody cares about me, I feel overlooked, I'm not important. What is it triggering in you next time you get a bit irritated or annoyed? And then ask yourself the question, is it my responsibility or the other person's responsibility to see me or is it both? couple of things for you to think about. I would love to hear your feedback on this one about expectations and what's it meeting and what's it not meeting. I would love to hear your comments. You can always email me, podcast at biancakhughes.com or you can drop a note on the Instagram on there as well, the Authentic Wednesday podcast Instagram. I would love to hear your feedback Love to hear what you have to say. And I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with what you just heard, please subscribe and comment on the podcast. You can stay connected by following our Instagram, Authentic Wednesday Podcast, and visiting our website, AuthenticWednesday.com. Remember, authenticity is a journey, not a destination.